It's Ella and Mia here, and we are so excited to be your hosts for Great Stories, a podcast by Mills and Wills SA. Hearing stories from the wonderful Mills and Wills SA team and seeing the benefits this service provides in the community led us to create a space where people can gain insight into the values and histories behind our organisation. This is what this podcast is all about, sharing knowledge and inspirational stories by learning about the values of Mills and Wills with all of you. Each month we post two new episodes, one full length and one shorter episode, which we call Bite Size. These are released on the 1st and 15th of every month. Let's get into it. Welcome to another episode of Bite Size. I'm pretty sure this is the third out, which is really exciting. Um, if you're listening to this on Monday, hope everyone had a good weekend. And if you're not, hope everyone's having a good week. So this week I wanted to talk about Kaizen. Uh, some of you may have heard about it and some of you may not have, but I think that it is a very interesting approach to business and um, completing tasks within the workplace. So Mizaki Amai, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right, who is the founder of Kaizen Institute, defines Kaizen as continuing improvement in personal life, home life and working life. So when applied to the workplace, Kaizen means continuing improvement involving everyone, managers and workers alike. The Kaizen approach to continuous improvement focuses on small ongoing changes that are made by and for the workers within a company as opposed to enforcing extreme changes from outside the company or from a higher position. So the elementary concept of Kaizen was created in the 1930s by Walter Schuett who created the Plan, Do, Study, Act cycle, or the PDSA cycle. This cycle is still in use today. I've learned about it myself in my university courses, and I thought it was really interesting and a really good way of getting through tasks and um, kind of making changes, because sometimes it's really difficult to make changes and you have ideas, but you're not sure how to implement them and then um, ensure that they can continue. So the PDSA cycle, which is the very basic first kind of um, concept that, that later becomes the Kaizen um, principle or concept, is a very beneficial, very helpful way of creating changes. So... During the time that this was created, Stuart mentored a man named W. Edwards Deming. So Deming augmented these ideas even further during the 1940s and focused this concept on the idea of total quality management. So the key to attaining this better quality management was to focus on product and management quality and through ensuring that management pay attention to the workers' identifications of common issues and problems. So he stated that 85% of all problems within a business or a company was due to management not understanding the needs and the 
I guess, um, knowledge that the workers had of the day-to-day goings-on of the companies. So while this kind of idea is a commonly accepted idea today, it did not initially take off in the United States where it was first created. And this was due to the mindset of the country post-World War II. However, it did become firmly implemented in the Japanese business system where it was created into Kaizen as it is now known and taught today. So there are five fundamental Kaizen principles that are included in every Kaizen decision and behavior. These principles are know your customer, let it flow, go to Gemba, empower people and be transparent. So know your customer means to identify their interests so that you can enhance their experience. Let it flow means that everyone in the organization should have a focus on creating value and reducing waste. Go to Gemba refers to following the action to experience the value created from that action. Empower people means to set the same goals for each team and provide a system and tools that enable the people to reach these goals. Lastly, to be transparent means that all performance and improvements should be tangible and visible. So now that we have a very basic idea of what Kaizen is, what the principles are, and how it was created um, and how it evolved, I wanted to provide an example of how this system is used within an actual company. So the obvious choice to describe for all of you um, is the Toyota production system, which was the first system to utilise the ethos of Kaizen in 1948, I'm pretty sure. And obviously everyone knows, um, or I'm pretty sure everyone knows that Toyota is a very big company and they still utilize the concept of Kaizen today. And there are a lot of videos on uh, YouTube and um, a lot of, I guess, information um, out there about how they actually utilize this. And there are videos that kind of demonstrate the way in which they make these changes and follow the paths towards change and it's really interesting so I definitely recommend people to have a look at that if they're interested. So the Toyota production system functions under two concepts, Jidoka, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, and Just In Time. So according to the Toyota website, Jidoka is a way of spotting problems and taking prompt action to correct faults at any stage in the production process. Machinery will automatically detect an issue and safely stop so that inspection and any necessary adjustments can be made. Information is shared with others on the end-on display board and operators can continue working on other machines. In this way, the system helps prevent problems from happening again while maintaining quality and high productivity. On the other hand, just-in-time means making only what is needed when it is needed at every stage of production. That means there is no waste, consistent quality and an even production flow. It requires the production line to be stocked with all the right parts in the right sequence at the moment production begins. As parts are used up, new stock is delivered at the right time in the right quantity, so there is no interruption or slowdown in the production process. So in videos that I 
have watched about specifically how Toyota uses the Kaizen system. Um, they each worker, I think every month, I could be totally wrong on that, has to come up with a new idea on how to assist production and make it go faster or more efficient or easier. So, for example, I saw them create something so that the uh, windshields of the car um, are brought to them so they don't have to go and carry them and put them back. And I also saw they made, I think for the person that was doing the YouTube video, they made um, a little machine that dropped just the right amount of screws into your hand so that you don't have to kind of fumble through screws when trying to um, like screw in the piece for the car. So those little things, I think each one saves like point something seconds for each car or each screw or whatever it is. And so that ends up saving time in the long run. So lastly, there are several training materials and programs available on the Kaizen website if you'd like to learn about this concept. And there's just a lot of information online if you are interested at all, but don't necessarily want to implement it into your business or company or whatever it may be. So each program that they offer is tailored either to individual job roles or by specific results and benefits, depending on what your focus is and what you want to get out of the Kaizen system. So Kaizen Institute also holds several training courses across the globe. Currently these include Spain, France, Norway and Portugal, I think just during this week. So there are a lot. So if you are interested in also attending one of those programs, definitely check that out and keep checking until they have, I guess, your um, state maybe or your city um, in their schedule. So that's all I had today. I just thought it was a really interesting concept that I hadn't heard about before I learned about it in my course at uni and I just thought it was really interesting and definitely a good way not only to go about um, work life and a business but also just for your own personal life and kind of um, enacting change and habits that are beneficial for you. So I hope you enjoyed learning about that and see you next week. Thank you for listening to our episode and learning a bit about Mills and Will's essay. We look forward to seeing you next fortnight. If you have any questions or comments or even ideas for future episodes, please get in contact with us at ella at millsonwheelsessay.org.au. Until next time, have a great few weeks.